0: Hello everyone and welcome back to For The Kudos episode 69. I'm your host Joel and I'm here with Brett. I did that intro because I couldn't, uh, could, didn't trust you with intro- introducing 69 Brett. I'll start giggling. Yeah, some silly joke. How are You, the legs you were very
1: enthusiastic about it though.
0: I, I mean, we've just come off Sydney, yeah. I'm
1: still buzzing. Yeah, it was a great weekend, wasn't it? How are you feeling? Good. Well, uh, I put up pretty well to be honest. Yeah. Better than I was expecting. So went for a little run today. Downhills still hurt, but um, yeah, feel alright. How many minutes off your PB were you? Yes, nearly sixteen. Yeah. So you. Both I was won. just honestly, well, I, I was so. just like, I knew it was a tough day out there for everyone, so I was going to make him feel good about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> like people go, oh, I didn't run a PB. I'm like, yeah, don't worry. If you're within sixteen minutes, you're a well.
0: Yeah, I um, obviously was there spectating. We're going to go into your race in great detail um, soon, but yeah, I just. All I can say is just well done, Sydney. Like, yeah. fucking phenomenal. I
1: know. It was, yeah, like I was talking to a few people about it after and um, just to go from an event of having 5,000 starters last year to 17,000 this year and like 39,000 across the whole or um, the races, it's like, it's just a completely different event. Yeah. Like you have to, there's so much more things have to go into it. I know. And uh, like from my experience and from like a lot of people I've spoken to, it's, was pretty impressive how yeah. good it was.
0: Yeah, I think obviously there's definitely stuff with a with such a big, um, you know, big amount of participants. Um, I think there's yeah, there's always going to be stuff to improve on. Yeah, um, and I think they're just going to get big, bigger and better next year and yeah. the, the years years going forward. And but then yeah. like
1: throwing in the heat as well, like that adds another thing, like, like mayhem, like last minute things of like having to get extra drinks and and like things like that. It really. Like yeah, they've done they've done well.
0: Yeah, shout out to the uh, AMPM crew. They were at about thirty five k. So when I was coming back to um, drop off my media accreditation, they were helping all the assistants yeah they um, had so hoses in they there, were they yeah. were like running hoses into um people's houses and mm. like filling up buckets and just like they all just helping as many people yeah it was it was mayhem but it was, it was so,
1: so awesome like it was just such yeah. a buzz such an
0: energy in the whole city you know? just and the
1: amount of people out on the course was so cool too like, yeah um it just seemed like everywhere there's always people yelling out and and clapping which is yeah so cool and then like for me it's it's great like um, coming back on everyone that's running and like they're cheering for me, which is yeah, it's pretty, pretty special. You're getting he- heaps of cheers. Yeah, I would go like, I don't know, 10, 15 cheers. Out the of Tul out, <laughs> out of all your cheers, did you get one FTK? I did get a couple of FTK and then I'm thinking, are they doing that as a joke Because yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was saying to you at the I was at the um the 30k twenty six and thirty K mark where batty so shout out to Kevin Bat for DJing in the FTK t-shirt. Um, He did a fantastic job. That was at the um, Marathon State of Mind little thing uh, that they had there, which was really cool Um, with yeah, Rory and Eloise. Eloise. Um, And uh, yeah, I was standing there and so many people coming through. Like it was just, as I said, a a crazy buzz and so many people yelling FTK. Like it was just ridiculous and I knew that they were all... like not a single person go, hey Joel. Yeah, just yeah. Every single person, FTK. There was a lot of hazzards. Yeah, I've heard a few hazzards, which was so funny. Yeah, it was. It was so funny. Was just um, it's amazing to see. Like, just yeah, it was just. I felt jealous um, that I wasn't racing. It was one of those ones, yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah, um, which is good, and and that's what like the majors. Like everyone that goes to uh to London, it um. The, 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 and watch after the race they're like oh I want to enter for next year yeah and which is what Sydney kind of had that feeling as well people are like I want to be a part of this
0: That's the bloke we just met at, we were at lunch Brett and I just went and got a bite to eat on Smith Street in Collingwood and a bloke sitting next to us in a Sydney Marathon mm. finishes top yeah I had a chat with him he he was yeah he said he was super happy he was complaining about the heat yeah Joel told him I came, eighth then he didn't even didn't, acknowledge it. Didn't care at all. Did he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you've had a, enough uh, ego boost this weekend. Um, well, yeah, as we said, this whole episode is going to be pretty much dedicated to a recap of Brett's race in Sydney as well as our Train With FTK runners, Jolly and Andrew. Um, but just a little bit of Patreon housekeeping as we always do. Uh, another amateur hour hosted by Riley and that's with Eliza Howard from Hunter coming out this week. Um, we had q and A Q&A with photographer Casey Sims, which came out last week, hosted by Elise. And next week is the first episode of Chasing Paris. Yeah. So yeah, the whole uh, the, our Patreon crew are very very excited for that. That's again hosted by Riley, and that follows the journey of Jen Gregson and Andy Buchanan in the lead
1: up to. Their races to qualify for Paris next year. Yeah, can't wait for that one. I think yeah, everyone loved the uh, Geordie and Jen one, but we've uh, we've replaced Geordie this year because, well, as everyone knows, he's given up running. <laughs>
0: he's gone off the face of the earth. Yeah. Um. But no, Andy's going to be Andy's going to be a great replacement. We'll see how how he goes with the dumpling consumption. But, <laughs> yes. um, but yeah. Um. Also, another shout out to Jacob Gower.
1: Yeah. He took some great
0: photos, didn't he? Yeah. Awesome. Lots some of the best shots I've ever seen. Yeah. Made yeah. you look made you look better than I ever thought
1: you could. Yeah. S- Sydney um it it is very good to look at Sydney, all of yeah. Sydney. Like so, so I don't know if it is Jacob's skills or <laughs> <a> if <business. laughs> no, no, it's definitely his skills. But um he was just he was taking really bad, really bad photos
0: and he's using the Photoshop AI to yeah, yeah. fill and it's like highlighting the box and going Sydney Opera House
1: <laughs> Man, the um the finish of uh sydney when you come around the corner because you can't see the opera house so you can just kind of like see a little bit of water as you come down that last k and then you turn this corner and you just see the opera house see a sea of people yeah um and then you see jacob there getting a photo yeah okay, this is pretty cool yeah it
0: was very very cool so yeah thanks a lot uh for doing that jacob that was awesome um Again, big shout out once once again to Batty Kevin Bat for DJing yeah. in the FTK T shirt. He uh, did a great job. I think it was quite funny when we went to the pub for a, for a drink after after the race, um, and with Ricketts Dave Ricketts, another fan, friend of the podcast, mm-hmm. and they were making the joke that Batty had seventeen thousand people um, attend his DJ. Yeah, yeah, his uh, biggest ever gig. His <laughs> biggest ever gig, seventeen thousand people. I was like, that's so good. You got to yeah. put that on the Instagram <laughs> bio. <by." laughs> 17,000 people came and watched me DJ. You should put that on his LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, of the 17,000, I don't know if I told you at the pub, but this one one lady was running and she had this like, you could see her coming from 50 meters away with a frown and she was coming right towards like the, the desk where he's DJing and she takes out her AirPods and just goes, your music fucking sucks <laughs> and puts her AirPods back in and runs off. But it wasn't like a funny thing. It was like aggressive. And I was like, I think you're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. One out of 17,000, not only yeah. have you, you gotta expect. that. You couple, gotta expect right? that. I reckon we've got more than one out of seventeen thousand that don't like our yeah. podcast. That's for sure. Um, also, last shout out to Andy James for sorting me out with a bike over the weekend. Yeah. So that was uh, super super helpful for that Andy. And um, yeah, he ended up having a having a pretty good race himself. Um, he yeah. ran in the half, didn't
1: he? No, he ran the full. Well, the, four, the full was it? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah.
0: He was about five minutes off what he wanted to run. Maybe ten minutes. And I said that's pretty, pretty cool, good on know? that day. He, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, yeah such an ins- insane, insane weekend. So let's uh, we're going to do training weeks. Yeah, do you want to yeah go I, into I reckon, it? I reckon I'll go my training week first because um, you know it's pretty important. Didn't run once. Over to you, Brett.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you actually didn't run at all. Nah, no. I had a I had a total reset. The the idea was for and, me to, to and reset. Do you, you didn't do any gym or anything, did, did you? Did gym? Oh, you did gym. Yeah, did yeah gym okay. Just to
0: keep the muscles sort of, but the whole point I think was uh, Yoshi sort of wants me to reset and and see whether it's like phantom pain or if there is something going on. And he's like, I just want you to reset because I don't, as he said, doesn't want me to build up to like eighty k, ninety k a week, and then it go nah, This is actually fucked. And then you got to start again. So, and I feel like I ran today, feel
1: good. Yep. Enough about me. Let's go. All right, I'll go into my week. I um. Because of the, we knew the weather was going to be a bit hot. Sinead and I did a, some last minute heat training. Um, so Monday morning, we just did an hour in the heat chamber. I run like four thirty twos was my average pace in there. It felt good. Like to be honest, I was. It was kind of a good thing I'd done so much heat training in in the lead up to this. So so when I was doing that, like I felt. Kind of prepared for the heat. Like, I think you can do a heat training. But you're never going to run. It's not like the heat's not going to affect you when you do heat training. For sure. But it's just hopefully takes a bit longer to um, to get really hot, yeah. I guess. So um,
0: that's what An- Andrew was trying to, you know, Andrew LeMond, yeah who trained with FTK, you when know, he was like trying to tell me, he's like, you know, do you understand like, how prepared I am for the heat? Um, and, you know, because he does all his training in cans mm. you know, all the time. And I just said, okay, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how prepared you are for the heat, your body still suffers running that distance and that pace in the heat. Yeah. Your body wants it to be cooler.
1: Exactly. And so it's like ideal conditions is probably like 10 degrees or 12 degrees. This is 20 to 30 degrees. So it's, yeah, you might not like struggle as much if you train in the heat, but you're still going to, it's still not perfect. Mm. So um, I ran with George Wintle in the evening. I did 30. 34 minutes and he did just a bit over, ran back to his house. Um, and then we went down to the tan on Tuesday morning. So I had six by a K. And do we talk about uh, George, while we're well, on the topic of George Mindle, talk about his little me goring Patreon. Uh, yeah. Drop? Yeah. It's on, uh, it's up now on Patreon for anyone that wants to make it. To be honest,
0: if you sign up to Patreon, I wouldn't even bother listening to the episodes. You just get your money's worth for that recipe.
1: Yeah, it is pretty good. <laughs> um Ge- Geordie made it for me the other week. It, it is it is really good. Geordie nice. made it. Yeah, I know. It wasn't oh, always good. But yeah. Imagine if George made it for you. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> we should maybe guarantee that there's like a like a top-tier Patreon thing. And if you p- pay that, George flies to your house and <laughs> makes it for you.
1: <laughs> for a guy who's moving to London, it's gonna cost him a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so went down to the tan, did K reps. Uh I was running. So Jack was there. I was running with Dijon again. Dijan's a good little training partner for me at the moment. And yeah, Jack kind of typical Jack straight out of the gates flying, mm. just pushing the pace, no, no easing into it. Um, I think his first one was like 247 or something. And, I was 250, and I was like, "Geez, I would have happy to finish in 250, not start in 250." Yeah. Um. Next one again, like 250, and then Jack started blowing up for a couple of reps. I think he went like 253, 254, and I was running the same. And then I was running that times, and then the last two, then I uh, it was probably about the same. But yeah, I was kind of gone a bit harder than I was hoping to. Um, Jack picked it up again.
0: <laughs> Knew
1: you were coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, he yeah, it was funny. Like I was just like, mate. Can we just take take it a little bit easier, and then you can smash the last two if you want. It was the Same thing happened before Fukuoka. We were doing six by K, and he runs the first one like two forty-five, <laughs> and and I was a kind of like two seconds behind me behind him, and he was saying that he was judging off me, <laughs> like I'm running ten meters behind him, but he's pa- I'm pacing him somehow. Yeah, because like, it's like you're looking behind, and you're going, oh, what well, he's only ten meters behind. Well, I better go quicker. Yeah,
0: I love. that. I tell you what, I love the uh, the live laugh love. And run episodes now because we get to hear Jack's version of all this. I know when Jack goes to his training with Yeah,
1: great. yeah, but I don't know. We'll have to get Dejan on because he was—he's an eyewitness. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did another hour on Wednesday morning in the heat chamber, and that, that was it for heat chamber runs. I yeah, so I kind of didn't really do too many doubles. So I didn't—I doubled Monday, but didn't double Tuesday, or Wednesday. Um Just trying to give myself a good rest. So I just did.
0: Can you notice? Doing those, like the run the next morning, having not doubled? Can you feel? No, I feel worse, I reckon. Yeah.
1: I reckon I feel way better when I'm just kind of constantly running. Like, uh, I don't know. I just feel a bit like heavy and flat if I haven't run. So now you know how I
0: feel every day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I know. That's why I don't understand why you don't just like double every single day. Yeah. Because you feel way better. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Bones. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <yes. laughs> Thursday morning, uh, before I traveled, I just did half an hour and then I did a, a little sixteen minute run in the in Sydney when I got there. Um I was really in
0: the heat uh, chamber up there.
1: Yeah. No, I had to because I was going to this like the launch of Sydney Marathon and I um I like yeah, I had like pretty much half an hour to get ready. So I was like, Well, I can't get a half an hour run done. So did a sixteen minute run. Quickly shower and then quick, quickly went. Um, they were driving us around in Porsches all all week, which is pretty cool. Really? Yeah. So like that was a sponsor, and like they had these like brand new, like ridiculous Porsches that they were driving us. So um, I asked if I could drive, and they said no. <laughs> uh, and then did you actually ask? Me yeah, to drive? but they're like, no, nah, you have to like they were like sign insurance things oh. and stuff. <laughs> and then Friday morning did seven k just around the botanical gardens. Um, it is like. So nice. You just kind of run down it's very there. hilly
0: there though. Do you mean down to like, is it something Macquarie's chair? Yeah.
1: So that's where the race went. Yeah. But um, I kind of ran like straight down Macquarie Street, which is where the race went to the Opera House. Yep. And then it's kind of flat all the way around. Then once you get to Macquarie's tra- chair, it's like a bit uphill. It's not too bad. Not too bad. Um,
0: I'll tell you what. I was, you know. Well, um, I'm
1: saying it's not too bad when I talk about that part of the race. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> very yeah,
0: it was bad enough for me trying to go um, like get across Media if I ever wanted to like cross because I had the bike, right? yeah, and I was because I was like supporting, I was like with you, I was like trying to find a few of my athletes. It was it was Buddy Mayhem, and then I'd have to try and cross that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so what road is that? Is it do you know what it's called? The one that goes from the chair up? Uh like,
1: like, in know, like in the botanical I gardens. In the botanical I think it could be like the main yeah, or something, something like, that.
0: like that. So trying to cross there, it was like impossible. And I had the I had the um like media. Yeah. To get me in there, and I had like the big orange media vest, but I didn't want to look like a wanker wearing that, so it was just like in my pocket. But then when I needed to like run across the road, I'd put it on so that yeah, so that no one like you can allowed to. But I'm not trying to make sure a bike doesn't get in someone's way. It was
1: know, like it, when I was uh, walking back from the race, trying to cross. There was just like it's a constant sea a constant of people. Sea of people. Like,
0: yeah, it's really interesting. We were saying. um you know, with where the the DJ sort of setup was with the um, marathon state of mind setup, they were saying that it's it's crazy watching. Like obviously, you know the elites come through, and there's just so much like huge gaps, right? Mm. And then it starts to get a little bit more. It's just this like it just constantly gets busier and busier and busier, and then around like three hours, it is packed, yeah, and then it tapers off for a bit. Mm. It's like it's sort of. I think there's like a huge sea of people that are all trying to run three, and then there's like obviously the people falling off three. Yeah. But then it's like there's not heaps running three twenty. It didn't seem like it. You know, three ten. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe three ten, three twenty, three thirty, and then it starts getting busy again.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is funny, and like yeah, it's just because like, they have. Well, I guess they do have the pace groups, which kind exactly. of bring people together. Yeah. But
0: and go- also shout out to those people leading those pace groups. They were like. Yeah, so good. They're like like yelling out. Yeah, like I saw that. Laugh yeah, and yeah. Stuff. It's pretty good.
1: I love how I said domain. Like, there's a domain at the Botanical Gardens in in Melbourne. So I just assumed there's you there's just, one just there. assume. Yeah, and it's not. It's Miss Macquarie's Road or something. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Anderson Street. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rested that night and then Saturday morning I ran five k, same kind of loop. Um, Hotel you put up in was really nice. It was nice. I had the room with Collis. Um, it was, yeah, which is not uh, like it's okay, but like room and like a room of Collis like 50 times because like yeah. we used to like race all the time. But uh, now he's like kind of coach manager. It's a bit different because he wants like he's living a different schedule than I'm living. Yeah. Um, so it kind it changes of
0: changes the thing. You're not yeah. on the same level.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, but it, it was fine. Um, yeah, it was good having him there. And then race day, I did – well, no, actually, Saturday we did um, – no, what day was it? Friday. Me and Sinead did so much media stuff.
0: Yeah. Like – Looked like you guys.
1: Um, well, started Thursday night with this like launch and then and then Friday like, all right, so we got this and like I didn't even know what I was doing. Like I'd got emails about it but I just assumed like once I get to Sydney, someone will like hold my hand and take me everywhere I need to go. <laughs> Mate, you're maybe and, a media professional now. You're trained in this. Yeah. So, But it was just like we went to like the launch of um, of it and then the next day we went to do some filming and then photos and then we went to the press conference um, and then we did more interviews, more photos um, and then a Q&A and then back again for uh, headshots.
0: Was a QA but, a bit like the ask
1: us anything on Patreon or? Yeah, pretty much. Same same kind of questions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it would have been like five hours pretty much just constantly. Do you doing find stuff. that quite, even like if you're resting and
0: sitting down and chilling, do you find that quite taxing on your body? Like, Yeah. Wise? I was
1: definitely pretty tired. Like I, yeah. I got back and then had a little nap before I had to do the headshot. And then I woke up like from my nap to go down to the headshot. And I was just like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <It's laughs> like Brett, open your eyes. They are open. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah. we and you were doing that like all with Sinead.
1: Yeah, she actually had to do one extra interview when I, I had like a little break, and she had to go to I don't know, Sydney Morning Herald or somewhere to do an interview as well. Okay, so yeah. I got that's a nice little funny because
0: you, you're obviously in, in the media with Sinead, which is a perfect segue into your things we've seen on Instagram this week. Yes, we'll get to that. Yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've spent a lot of time together. Yeah, this yeah. amazing. <laughs> now, like, um, yeah, and then then race morning. So got up at three a.m. Went and ate some rice. Yum, um, yum. Huh?
0: yum,
1: yum. yum. Pop, yeah. Popcorn in it? <laughs> nah, I didn't. Would I have? I had a little bit of honey in it. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, got it, got it down. All right. Um, and then, yeah, went out to the course. Hey, lucky you weren't racing the half. Because so early.
0: You would have had to wake up. I don't think, we've, we've talked about this on the podcast before, how the earliest we've woken up is the, like three. Yeah. Goal goes, and we've never woken up in the twos. Yeah. But you'd have to wake up in the 2.45 or something, yeah. yeah. No point going to sleep at that point.
1: Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. I know. Because you can't. Like, even like the night before the race, like, I, I slept fine. But, like, I'm going to sleep at 10 pretty yeah. much. Like, okay, I'm not really going to fall asleep much earlier. Then still takes me a little bit to get to sleep. So, it's not like I'm, if I was trying to get at 9.30, I still wouldn't. It's not like i just fall asleep. I know. So. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. I was I stayed at um a mate, Darcy, Darcy Coombs shout at to Darcy um, for letting me stay at his place in Bronte the up before the race. But he sort of just assumed that I was going to the start line mm. and um, when I told him I wasn't, he was like, oh, fuck, okay. So I was like still in bed when he had to leave. Oh, I, yeah. He just assumed I was like, you know, we'll go to the start line together. And I was like, I'm not going to the start line of the half at 5.45 in the morning.
1: Absolutely yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, no. it's so It was so early. But I had to,
0: yeah, I had to do it. So
1: it yeah. makes sense. Um, So I did a eight-minute warm-up it's kind of shitty little place to warm up to. It it's just like this little grass patch. So like my map, like oh, it's wow. just like lots of little laps and it's hard because like I like to kind of get rolling towards the end of my warm-up a little bit and found that I couldn't really do that. But, so you
0: always do that that little warm-up? Yeah, I feel like... Under 10 minutes, you just sort of...
1: Yeah, so like if I was doing a half or something, I would do 12, 12 minutes. Yeah. But for a marathon, I just like kind of keep it to eight. But... Um, And then, yeah, then the race. So I knew the front guys were going to go 63.20, I think, was supposed to be the pace. Um, They didn't end up doing that. but And then I knew I was going to be pretty much by myself the whole way. Um, So I I thought before the race, all right, if I can go maybe – my plan was to try to run 2.12 to 2.14 – and I thought that would be a pretty good run.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But it's, it's funny. Very good run. Yeah. Well, no. Looking at it now, looking at like what position that would be, yeah. it'd be it's ridiculous. Yeah. But um, you don't really know that at the time. But yeah. So the, and so we started off, and I was just kind of off the back of the lead pack, the first K, and I could just sense it was like no one even close to me behind. <laughs> um. And then like going over the bridge, there's like one guy that's just dropping off a little bit as well. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get like a little friends run with and then you go over the bridge, suck on down. So, and like I was feeling pretty good. Like at this stage, stage I was running like a bit faster than the pace I was going to, knew I wanted to go. But to 11 pace or something maybe. Yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, probably, I was probably running like three but like, and then like down the hill off the bridge, like it's like a pretty easy thing. Like it would have been maybe just under three minute K. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I felt like I was kind of just cruising along there, which even to start the marathon, so you should feel pretty comfy. <laughs> Doug, um, and then, yeah, so we get around to the first drink stop and I could see actually like up ahead because like the guys were like maybe 100 meters or, or, or so in front and it just seemed like carnage. Like it seemed like people were stopping and like going everywhere mm. and I was like, okay. Like it's like they didn't see it, see the drinks were there. And then so I, I'm coming up to mine and I just could not see my drink. And then all of a sudden there's just someone handing it to me. Like it was literally like Spider-Man just popped out of nowhere. <laughs> like, you know, because I, like I, I'm i still trying to think about it. Like, speaking of Sasuke last night, I was telling her this. And I was like, I cannot understand how. I missed my drink, but I still got it within the same like <laughs> meter. Like it was like it was like a little extender arm just came out of nowhere and handed. His, yeah, so so someone just goes like Brett, and then so after the race, I'm like speaking to Fraser who, yeah, who Fraser Darcy, Yeah, and um, I'm like telling him the story. He goes, yeah. That was me. Yeah. That was me. That came, sorry, I'm yeah. a bit sus that Fraser Darcy is Spider Man or something yeah. because it's just like it, I he can't was, work it out of my head. Well, he,
0: I think he might be Superman as well because he was all over the course. I was seeing him at all different points, and he he told me that that story. And then he, I think he had like his running vest on, and he was just because I was like, "Are you mid long run right now?" And he's like, oh, "I don't know. I think he ran like 50k." <laughs> yeah, so he's yeah. Just, like running from point to point to point. <laughs> he had all the you know he had the train with STK people on the tracker. It was uh, it was great. Yeah, no,
1: it was good having him out there, just supporting everyone. So how does so, that
0: work? How does he give you his drink? Like, is he sorry? How does he give you your drink? Was he part of the race or no? No, nah. he's just there. And he's he just happened that, to be there,
1: and yeah. I don't know if he. I don't. He, so I. I we, doing it we, anyway, we, I suppose. Yeah, but like there was like no volunteers fucking handing drinks out. Like it was just, I don't know why he was there. Yeah, but he just happened to be there. And I don't know if he knew that people were like about to have trouble with these drinks. I think he saw the
0: the, the he carnage. Like, he saw the carnage and was like fuck. And then he went and helped. Yeah, him. that's what he said. Yeah,
1: maybe I couldn't find my drink because he already had it in his hand yeah. to give to me or something. Yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, and then so the guy that uh, was uh, I was kind of twenty meters behind. He missed his drink as well and stopped and was like looking for it. And I ran past him and then so I just shouted to him like, "Here, I'll give you some of mine." And so. He takes it and then shoots off at 240 yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> So he he caught he caught up to me and I gave him some. And he's like, he's like, we're going good pace. I was like, yeah. I'm like, okay, good. And then so he just like was literally, I just made a friend for life. He was just like pacing me through. Really? Like he was just like running and I'm just like running with him. And like sometimes I'll like go kind of next to him and he just like go a little bit faster and go in front of me again. So he was like happy to just kind of like help me out. Do you remember so, his name or not? It, Benjamin yeah. w- was what it said on his thing. So He he ended up up blowing up, unfortunately, but, (laughs) um, yeah, so we were kind of. Sacrificed himself for you. Yeah. So I was kind of like, it was a weird thing though, because I didn't, I could tell that, um, I reckon after about 8K, I'm like, my legs aren't going to be able to do this today. Mm. Like I'm not going to be able to push for. 8K. Yeah. I could just like, they were just starting to not feel great and, um, Like breathing wise was easy, but just my legs. I'm like, yeah, this is. I shouldn't be feeling like this so early. It's interesting that you feel like that early because I feel like if you were doing like the week
0: before doing like eight k at the at even slower than sorry even faster than that threshold around the lake, you might have felt better.
1: Right, uh well do you reckon no like okay in your it's, mind
0: you know that it's
1: like that i have to do this for 2 hours exactly yeah so yeah. it's what well, what i'm feeling now is what i should be feeling at 20k kind of thing Yeah. is gotcha. what it is. so um and then so this guy's like running and i'm like oh i just i kind of jo- keep dropping off him a little bit cuz i was like i need to just start nursing my way through a bit um but then we got to kind of the hills out of Miller's point i think it's called and it's so like to us, pretty fucking decent hills. Like, mm. um, and they, they were yeah. Uh, and so this is about fifteen or so k, okay, and uh, just then I'm like, all right, I'm going to take it pretty easy up these. So I just need to get over them, and then I'll be be okay. It was fifteen
0: um, to twenty was the
1: hardest case, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what
0: I sort of spoke to all my all my athletes about. Yeah,
1: fifteen mm-hmm. to eighteen definitely a very good climb. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got up to that. Benjamin was, he took it pretty easy too. Um, and then, so we're still kind of together, but I just was like, yeah, right, I've got through that. So it should be okay to to kind of just keep rolling through this. But like I knew my pace was not going very fast. Like yeah. I'm looking right now, I'm running like 316, 317, 316. Yeah. This is around the halfway point. Um, and then, yeah, going, and I was going okay. Like I felt like, I'm like, I think I can kind of hold this, um, this pace and I knew I was not going to go great, but like I feel like this I can kind of maintain to the finish I think. And then at about 23K I had to stop at the toilets and go to the toilet because I just – I feel like I just haven't been able to do any like gut training. So I did my normal like amount of fuel I would have kind of when I have been doing it but I just – because I haven't done the marathon sessions, I haven't been able to practice – Having like high amounts of um, drinks, so, without going
0: into like details. How does that? What do you do? You feel like you like uh, you like you need to go. To, you're feeling sort of sick. You need to go to the bathroom, and then you're like waiting to see the cubicle, or does it just like it just appears and you're like I should go uh, real so quick.
1: to as I yeah, maybe a few k before I was like oh I feel like I kind of need to go to the toilet here, and then um, at about yeah twenty two k I'm like. Yeah, like I think, just next toilet I see, I'll just stop. Yeah. Um. Like I'm sure, like I wasn't about to shit my pants, but like.
0: Yeah, you. Just, but also you the don't, thing is, like, if, if
1: you don't, if you don't go, and then if few k down, yeah. then there's no toilet. So I just like at that point, I was just like, and I, I feel like just because of the kind of race, like I knew. So at this point, um, like early, pretty much once I was starting to go up those heels at 14, 15 k, I decided I'm like, all right, today. My goal is to be first Australian. Yeah, that, that's my number one goal. So, I knew where the first Aussie was. So at this at twenty three k, I'm like, all right, I can afford to do this right now and and not take a risk. Like it's not like I'm on, yeah, trying to run an Australian record. I'm so I can take so I can just stop go to the toilet. Oh, can I just cut you off just real quick.
0: As you mentioned the uh, Australian record, so funny. So we're, all, we're away um, with Jabba and Tessa. These are our friends staying with uh, Batty and Jamie and C- Cronulla. And um, I caught the train to Cronulla with with uh, Jabba and Tessa. They're good friends of ours, right? And so it's, <laughs> yeah, Angie's Tessa, it's the same person, Jabba's girlfriend. And <laughs> Jabba said something about marathon record holder, you, and Angie goes, What? And <laughs> Jabba goes, Yeah. He's the record holder. And she goes, no way. No, he's not. <laughs> and, and Jeff was like, what do you mean? How have you missed this? And she goes, I don't know. No, no way. And Jesse shares his Australian marathon record holder and sees your name. <laughs> and she's like, what? That's so cool. And it's like, how the fuck did you not know that? I thought it was so funny. <laughs>
1: That's hilarious. Um, and yeah, I can't remember what I was saying. Sorry, mate. Uh
0: about the after, so oh, yeah, no, so anyway, coming out of the toilet, how long does it take? Like, in, I towards, I reckon I lost 30
1: yeah. or 40 seconds, but um, so coming out of the toilet, like, I've just like trying to come out as quick as possible, I've just flung this door open, didn't know there's a little kid walking past, I <laughs> smashed into him. So, <laughs> why is there a little kid walking in front of the toilet? Yeah, so sorry to the little kid if you're listening, um, I did, but like and and like i didn't really even look to see if the kid was okay like <laughs> i was just like sprinting off already so <laughs> um but yeah from that point i could never never felt like i could get going again really um i just yeah my pace definitely from there kind of slowed down to to 330s or something um, so then you get into centennial um yeah so then we get into the centennial um but just after that, then I started getting a stitch. And I was like, Jesus, not Where like. Where did you
0: see me first? Was that 20, 20? 20, I was it like 27 no, or something.
1: 27. Yeah. Well, or 20, when I went past like batting and stuff, that was 27. So sometime yeah, 20, after 26, that. 26. And then yeah, you kept going. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, like getting stitched. I'm like, geez, not much gone right for me there. But I could tell you were hurting and I
0: was riding next to you being like, I was like, man, I've seen, I was just. Yeah, I had to do all the things and I go, okay, I've seen you like tired before and I've seen you like looking like shit and you don't look like shit right now. You look really good. like, I'm lying. I'm just <laughs> trying, to get, trying to give you, you know, hopefully that like yeah. helps you because I don't want to, like imagine I'm right next to you going, yeah, you're looking pretty cooked, mate. <laughs> yeah,
1: but yeah, like I was just I was not, Oh, I caught back up to Benjamin. I um, wonder if he goes by Ben or Benjamin. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> right in, Ben. Yeah, um, and, and he was struggling to so, yeah, ended up going past him. Um, but yeah, I just, I still you know I, he's
0: run before. Have he's checked. Have you uh, like two he has run, I
1: think he's run 208 or 209 or something, yeah. but um, but yeah, just wasn't really still, I like, just could not get going. Like, my legs just at this point, like, my, my sore calf, like, it was tightening up, like, n- not like, didn't feel like I was about to go or anything like that, but it was getting tighter. My left quad was kind of just starting to feel crampy as well, and um. Yeah, I just, but I just felt like I had no, no like, power in my legs. Like yeah. breathing-wise, I felt fine. Like I didn't even feel like from like hips up, like I wasn't trying, but yeah. hips down just had no power, couldn't go any faster. Um, what do you find? This is
0: slightly weird to ask, but what do you find would be worse? Do you like yeah. – I feel like that you can manage that what you did easier than if your legs feel amazing but you're just breathing fucked and you just can't – because I feel like mm. you just can't run then. yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean, as say, opposed to like if you're really fit and you sort of have to, it's like, oh, I'm going to go a bit slower here. Hopefully that doesn't cramp. I'm going to go a bit slower here. Hopefully that doesn't cramp. But if it's like the other way and you can't breathe, I suppose you just you got to pull out, right? Or you got to just slow. Yeah, right, well, I guess it.
1: there's times like when I've had like a tight chest and stuff yeah. before, and it's just it's a terrible. You feeling. can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, just kind of not moving fast, but just kind of <laughs> maintaining the same pace. I was kept trying to have a look back to see. Where the first Aussie was like, I knew it halfway. I had a, a pretty good gap, and I, and to be honest, I knew if I needed to, I could like pick it up again, like. But I was just what I was most worried about was pushing. Yeah, and then and then my quad fully cramping or yeah, something, or, you have to, like, or my leap. calf, and yeah, and then and then like I r- go really slow, so struggled a fair bit just like up and down the hills. Um But yeah, it, it was funny though because like wasn't like my. Like when you're going well, you can just push yourself and like absolutely rinse yourself. But I just like my the fitness in my legs just wouldn't let me do that. So I was literally yeah. just uh just nursed my body through the whole way to the finish. Um I think it's
0: a super smart thing as well with you with Fukuoka coming, coming yeah. up in, in December. You know, if you absolutely rinsed yourself to run like a two eighteen how does that change anything? Yeah. The yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And like, I, I, not that I could have run into 18, I don't think, but if, if I was a few minutes quicker, it's, it's nothing really. Like yeah. I was, um, and like I know ideally I'd love to, would have loved to be in top shape and have a good proper crack uh, yeah, and, and try right and, and, and point, rinse yeah. myself. But um, this race like, there was other things. Like I wanted to win the Australian title. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, my goals changed through the race. So was able to do that, but yeah, it was not <laughs> the most enjoyable run, that's for sure. But mm. um and, and mentally it was pretty tough. Just like it was like pretty just running by myself and 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 knowing that things weren't really going my own way, um m- made it pretty hard. But um yeah. But
0: crowd was fucking amazing. Crowd was
1: good, but yeah, Retro. like to honest – I don't and, think you even
0: you don't deserve anything for getting over the line, I guess the crowd. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Looking at my last few weeks of like training, it's well, my last like two months, like p- pretty much run the same mileage as my mum. Um So it's, <laughs> it's 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 like I was hoping to have a good run, and like two months, I cross trained hard. I still feel like I'm fit, but there's just like some things you can't keep fitness in. Yeah, for doing a marathon too. Yeah, I think it's you like, made
0: made the best of. Yeah, I was. Look, obviously, being on the podcast with you, I was holding out, saying what I like really thought. Like you know, I was saying, "I think you're going to be fine," or like because I think it's obviously you don't want to hear people around you mm. being like, "Oh, I think you're fucked." But I was like, "Yeah," I we had said to people behind your back, "I don't know how it's going to go."
1: Because lying, go, lying to me, hundred <laughs>
0: percent. If it if it's going to be positive, if it's going to, if I think it's going to yeah. be positive, I will lie straight to your face.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you're pretty, so. you
0: you looked pretty good coming across the line, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out—we haven't done it yet—the most important run of the day, Sandy. Yes, absolutely fucking yeah, uh, amazing. Sandy's five hours Brent's fifty-five. Mum.
1: She, um, yeah, yeah, like getting across, getting to the start line, getting across the finish line, is yeah, it's pretty impressive. So. It was amazing. I, I waited at that like
0: the DJ, zone where Batty was, um, waited like with the tracker and I was just like, she's a KOA. You know, I was like, she's two k away, and I think she's a KOA. And I was just waiting I was waiting and I'm like, I didn't know what she, she singlet she was wearing mm. and it's really hard to like look for people. I was getting dizzy because you're just looking in a sea of people and your eyes are darting across. Um And then I just, hiss- I'm like, see a pulse singlet. I'm like, oh my God, that's her. And I'm like, go Sandy. I'm like clapping heaps and she comes running straight to me and she made an Instagram capture about it. She's like, I saw Joel cheering and she's like, nah. I'm not having a cheer. I want a hug. So he yeah. just runs up, gives me a massive hug, and then I like, you know, she sent on on her way, and yeah, she was fully ran out of her skin.
1: Yeah, no, it's pretty impressive. Like I'm sure there's heaps of impressive people out there, but like for her, like she only started running a couple of months ago, like straight into doing a marathon. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, she loves it. So she wants to keep. Keep running and maybe not do marathons, but do some some shorter races, which would be good. Like it's a lot of to ask of your body to just do a marathon straight up. But yeah, yeah it's, it's like it is cool. Like there's people out there, no matter what your goal is. But like everyone finishing a marathon and and pushing themselves to do that. It's 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 good.
0: Yeah, Mary Catherine Tobin, if you'll listen, pull your bloody finger out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Oh. I feel yeah. After the race, like my legs felt pretty good, like nothing like they usually do. Um, just because like I wasn't really able to push as hard as I would have. Um, but so it's it's good because of course I'd love to run quicker. Um, but then again, if I ran, if I was hoping to run two twelve to two fourteen, they would have got me like fourth. Yeah. Um, a lot of people struggled. I don't know how those two guys ran two hundred eight. Yeah. Um, crazy. But. Um, yeah, so I don't know. If I end up finishing eighth, this is a pretty good result.
0: Yeah, I think it's great. I think, yeah, it was, it was bloody good to see. And overall.
1: hopefully I should bounce back pretty good.
0: Yeah, well, obviously you having done a run today already feeling good, there's definitely been marathons in the past where you, you're not feeling this good only two days after the Yeah, race. definitely.
1: Like even like London last year I ran on the Wednesday and like I think I ran 5K and it was fully flat and I was could barely... Like, my stride was about 30 centimeters. Long, like. <laughs> 30
0: centimeters, <laughs> right.
1: Just t- 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 shuffling along. Man, that's like my mom. Like, like she probably took, took 60,000 or 80,000 steps in that marathon. Because mm. she just, like, shuffles along, just keeps going. But... Um, yeah, so I'm Should sure be, sure her legs be pretty sore.
0: Well, the grin I saw on her face at about 30k, I was like, "Sandy Ogan, you can go harder." Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I can she would run three thirty. Yeah, she well, that's herself. the thing.
1: Yeah, I I saw her with a k to go and kind of ran next to her for a little bit. And how um, did you do that? So with a
0: k, were you like? On the were you in your track seat still?
1: No, I'd been home and had a shower and I was <laughs> like <Okay. laughs> yeah. literally. Yeah. <laughs> How, you'd gone home, had a nap. I've been mean, I had an ice cream and then I was just like walk <laughs> around. Speaking duck yeah, yeah. And then uh, us, yeah, it was uh Sora. And so I just ran next to her for a little bit. Just and she's she at, she's yelling the, out to me and stuff. She's like, coming
0: through the 15K mark. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we actually saw each other. Um, I, was go, um, I was coming down with a K to go a bit less and she's run up the hill yeah. at 15, 16K. Yeah, she K, said that. And, and she's there filming me. <laughs> and I'm just like, as she's running, I'm like, focus on your race. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was a good weekend. And then also our FTK athletes.
0: Yeah. So... I think we don't really need to talk about it too much because we are interviewing them.
1: Yeah. So I've spoken to Jolie. You're and speaking I'm about to, Andrew. Speak to
0: Andrew straight after this and we're going to hear all about their performances, but overall without going into too much detail, I am super proud of both of them. I yeah. think they, they both ran amazingly well. As we said, the conditions were cooked. Yeah. Um, and you know, they were both flexible flexible with their with their plan on the day and I think that's why, you know, we well, I I can say I'm very happy that we chose the, both of them
1: as the train with FTK athletes, yeah. and they're very happy, I think, as well to yeah. have been chosen. And, and also, thank you to everyone that was supporting them and like asking us about how they went. Yeah. Like I was seeing people after going, "Oh, how did the, the exactly. Joel and Andrew go?" So, um, yeah, it's it's a good little good little community that get get around it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just it's, it's just like phenomenal. Uh, like I suppose because when you and I we record this podcast, you know. Every week in the in the studio, as we say, yep. and it's just like me and you sitting here. And you don't in this sort of game, you don't really. It's not like we're doing live stuff where we see that people are like, you know, like liking the podcast and stuff. We don't. You just don't really know until you go up to something like that with that many people. Yeah, yeah. And just you know, people wearing FTK t shirts, people yelling out. You know, you like it's you know, people asking about Jolie and Andrew and stuff. It's just like insane the support. So yeah, we can't thank thank even you guys yeah enough. people
1: getting photos of my mum and stuff yeah, um, stuff like that. Yeah, Taj, who's uh, a big fan of the podcast, yeah. um, he he messaged me, asked if I was at the finish line, and I already left, so he went and got a photo of my mum instead. Yeah. More, more <laughs> and my mum loved it. Like, more important, Robinson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. So enjoy these interviews now. Jolie, congratulations. finished the marathon. How are you feeling?
2: Thank you so much. I feel yeah, pretty fantastic, actually. Very
1: yeah, when, good. when I saw you um, straight after the race, like, you were, like, in tears of joy pretty much. Like you were struggling to hold your emotions in So, which is pretty cool. Like the end of a marathon is like a pretty cool place to be. It's like a lot of emotions gone, a lot of dead people, but a lot of people are just happy (laughs) to finish. And um, yeah, and you were definitely like that. So tell us a bit about the race.
2: It was was an amazing race. I loved it. God, it was so beautiful. And the, the crowds were really as good as what they were sort of talking about it was yeah I mean I I loved every step of it I couldn't couldn't believe it I
1: was just waiting
2: for that hard bit to hit but it didn't happen
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's the ad for uh for Sydney marathon next year (laughs) um yeah so the time in the end what was it three hours ten yeah um so obviously the heat played a big factor and the course played a big factor on slowing the time down but I think it's still a a fantastic run and something you're very proud of. Um, yeah, yeah, take us, I guess take us through a bit the race and, like, what you're feeling and the paces you're running and stuff.
2: Yeah, well, um, so thank you so much. I'm, I'm very, very happy with the 310. Really? Um, so I uh, went out with the port paces for the first 14K and was loving it. Um, we did aim for 410s, but a couple of them were under 4s and I was – yeah. Uh, at about 10K, I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to stick with them um, just because they were just going a little bit too quick for me. And I was like, I'm not going to finish at this bloody rate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm so thankful that I went with them for the first little bit because they were just unreal. And they were like ho- passing me little frozen drink bottles to hold and splashing water on my back and like getting water at all of the stations. It was, it was so brilliant. And you know, we 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 were just sort of chatting at that pace, and it was really good. Yeah, had a few had a few people coming up and be like, "Oh, is this the port paces three hours?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny.
2: <laughs> it was so it was very cool, um, but then yeah, made the decision at fourteen k um, to drop back. I I don't know. I saw them sort of going away and gave them a wave and was like, "Yeah, I'm all good. I just um, if I stuck at that pace, I, I don't reckon I would have finished."
1: Yeah, and um, at that point on the course is kind of the start of a decent climb as well. I think 15 to 18K was like a pretty decent climb, to be honest. Like I was, I know I was struggling up it. So it probably was a good decision at that point to just pull it back a little bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that, that like, that hill. I think yeah. I may have blocked it from my memory, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but then, I don't know, I think I stuck to about 430s. Um, so, but... I don't know. It felt good. It went from I don't know. It's hard to explain. I, I I knew that I wouldn't get my goal of three hours at that point. Yeah. But but I was more than happy with it because at that sort of four thirty pace, I knew that I was going to really enjoy every step, and it yeah. felt very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so I loved it. Loved running around the city. Um. Everyone yelling out my name. Thank you so much. Yeah. So did you did have a
1: lot of support. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's so many people. I, my name was written on my bib, but I don't know whether it was because of that or because of FTK. But
1: I was wondering that too, because like people don't. You know, I'm like, I wonder if they know me or if they're just reading my bib and doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm sure it's they are calling at you because you're the FTK athlete. Yeah. yeah,
2: I'm sure they're probably calling at you because you're a show as fast. As nah, nah, no, right. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, nah. Yeah, and then. I don't know, it felt good, and then I passed 21Ks, and I was like, oh, this is great, feels good, loving it. And then at about the sort of 30K mark, uh, my leg that was starting to play up that was a bit sore the couple of weeks before. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, well, maybe I won't finish, but I'm still enjoying (laughs) it, so I'll just keep going. (laughs) And then that's when we hit down, I think, around Centennial Park around then, and they were handing out ice, which was an absolute lifesaver. Mm. And, and one of the ladies, they were, oh man, all the volunteers were just so brilliant. They would just, they passed me two cups of ice and she's like, put it down your bra. Mm. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just put it down my top. It would have looked uh, quite funny. But then from there, I was just like holding, I had heaps of ice down my top. So for the next sort of 10Ks, I could hold ice in my hands. Yeah. And stuff on the ice. And, um, I actually think that was game changer because then when it sort of got to about 34k, everyone else was dropping off. And I that's sort of when I started taking over people.
1: Oh, okay. Like, that's always uh, a good feeling.
2: It was it was fantastic feeling. That's when I took over a few of the port paces, people yep. who <laughs> had taken <laughs> off. Yeah. And I was like, oh that 14k, what a good decision. Yeah. <laughs> um and then a couple of the other people who were aiming for three and and that's sort of when it, yeah, everything sort of started to click and then it felt really, really good.
1: Yeah, okay. And that's good. So you got like yeah, a little second wind.
2: Yeah, it was there and I loved it. And I was sort of uh, – because we didn't – like a, I hadn't run longer than 34K before the run. Yeah. And I was just like, well, it doesn't matter if I don't finish from this point because it's the longest run I've ever done, <laughs> so <laughs> – <laughs> I was like, "I was like, every step is just a bonus from this point." <laughs> and then um, my partner was at like five k's to go with some Powerade, and then I sculled the whole Powerade as I was running. Yeah. I don't know if that was a good idea. I was like,
1: "That's a lot oh, what of more That's this? a lot of fluid." <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> but it was like feeling very good. And then that shoot sort of down the end—I no guess the last kilometer. Mm. That man, that feeling will be very hard to ever get again. It was very, very special. Yeah. Just, I can't imagine what it was like for you. It was so loud. Oh, I was
1: pretty. It was pretty painful for me. <laughs> my legs were were shot by then. To be honest, I didn't want a downhill. Like my my quads couldn't handle it. So, but that last two hundred meters, when you come around the corner, and you see the opera house and all the people, like yeah, that, that's a pretty. It's a special finish for sure.
2: It was incredible. Yeah, and for the last two or three k. Uh, uh, there's something happened with the like the tracking because my family were all at home tracking me, and they um so they thought that I had finished, so they were all trying to call me. So oh yeah, you were <laughs> saying that?
1: Like,
2: <laughs> getting all of these calls nonstop. i was just like, oh guys, just let me finish. <laughs> it's pretty cute, but uh, yeah, they were like calling me as I was like running down that chute and everyone's yelling out, and it was super loud and beautiful, and yeah, and I saw the um. It was like three oh nine in like thirty seconds, and I was just like, I, "I can do this." And just yeah, I think
1: that was like the fastest part of my run. Yeah, I, I can see it right now, like the little graph of the pace, and it just gets so fast towards the end.
2: How <laughs> out? Oh, I loved it. Like three,
1: like three thirty pace at the end. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Um, it's great to be finishing that. It, it's um. It's cool hearing you speak about this, like when we spoke after City to Surf and just the different, uh, I guess, mental aspect in the race um, where you would get some negative feedback, see so you run a bit slow up the hill and you kind of lost a little bit mentally. Where this one, it's just like, you just kind of took the pressure off and accepted what was happening and, just, and then you actually ended up turning around and like, yes, you had a rough patch, but then you'd end up turning around. So it's it's pretty cool to see.
2: Yeah, and thank you so much. All credit to you because I, on the podcast, you said you were like, oh, you know, this is like a part of the learning. And, but then you were also like, oh, I hope you get the three, but I also hope you enjoy it. And I was like,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, and of course, like, there's things that can go better and, and there's things out of our control. Like, like, I know that course is, is, is pretty tough. And we didn't, no one knew it was going to be 31 degrees on, on that, on that day. So, But there are two things that we can't really control. So in different course, different day, um, in the future, like sub three is definitely um, achievable. But yeah, I'm really glad that it was an enjoyable experience.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I saw you straight away, straight after. And I was just like, I don't even care that I didn't get the three. No. It didn't phase me. But
1: to be honest, I think in our first call, you said (laughs) 315 was your goal. Yeah, so, so smash that. So it's and and like I know a lot of a lot of people that i was speaking to, um, people that are trying to go like sub three were running around 310 or like somewhere like that. So it's it's you're definitely in the ballpark, um, in the future. So I think you'll have to do another one and and go for that sub three, but also make sure it's enjoyable.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I didn't think I'd ever, yeah, I didn't think that I would ever want to do another one. Yeah. But, yeah, I am I'm very keen. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, I was sort of thinking as I was running, I was just like, well, if I can't do, if I can't get under three with Brett training me, then obviously I'm just never going to do it. No, that's <laughs> not
1: true. But
2: then I was just like, oh, wait, I could get him to train me again. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh. yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I think we have to do that. I think we have to get you to another marathon and 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 have an, another good crack. So um, and then you you have this thing about running every single day. Mm-hmm. Did you run the day after?
2: <laughs> um, I did go out for a little two k, but I, <laughs> it was just two kilometers. It was very slow, and yeah. it felt the run itself felt good. And then there was like a downhill at the end, and I that hurt terribly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. So the body feels pretty beat up, or um,
2: I'm actually surprised at how yeah, good okay. it feels. Yeah. Because like after Goldie, I was I was really hurting. It yeah. Really hurt. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely no worse than that. I think. Okay. Maybe yeah, maybe a little better. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe I enjoyed do it too hard. much.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> No,
1: no,
2: no. Um, some of those photos were like, oh, <laughs> I was definitely hurting around that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, no, but I, yeah, I can't believe how good I feel. Yeah, credit to like all of that training, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, think, I nice. think like from doing like those long sessions and long, long runs. Like obviously, it's nothing you can't replicate doing a full marathon, but it's you're just trying to harden your legs a little bit, and so. And I feel like every single one, you you do get a little bit better at it. Um, I know my first one, like (laughs) my first marathon, I only got 32K or something, like I stopped. And then, uh, and I could not believe how sore I was after it. Where now, like I feel, don't feel near as bad as as back then. So you will get better as well. So, which is good. Um, And so how do you celebrate? Um, Well,
2: we met up with Andrew briefly afterwards. Yep. That it, it was very good. Um, it was nice to finally actually meet him in person. Yeah, yeah. So just <laughs> chasing him down on social media, um, and then and then yeah, we went to the pub with the Port Macquarie Pacers. We did a little bit of a pub crawl. Had a few too many drinks, no, but I was still point. I was still in bed by like nine o'clock. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, you definitely deserve some some drinks. So, um, yeah, it's really it's really good. And uh, so, how how did most of the Port Macquarie Pacers go, the or they stuck at that 410 pace and blew up. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: so the the two like very very good runners, Hugh and John, they got to the end with their 255 exactly. Yep. And they took yeah, then one of the people who were aiming to get under 3 for the first time, he got there. Yeah, good. So we were overwhelmingly every, everyone was very very happy, but um everyone else finished sort of between 310 315.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but they they said that yeah, the, the course was a bit tough and it was a bit hot, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I loved it. I I know that it was hot, but it was better than pouring down with rain or whatever.
1: Yeah, true. I know. It, it's hot. Like, yeah, it was very nice. It was definitely nice in the afternoon to go and have a few beers in the sun, but yeah, I just, yeah, it's not ideal for, for running. I did not like, for me, I never felt like I was overheating, but I know for... If you want the best conditions, they definitely were not the best conditions. So, yeah,
0: um,
1: yeah, sure. yeah. But uh, I don't know. N- next year, like, hopefully, Sydney Marathon will get a twenty degree day, and it'll be a completely yeah. different race. So, yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, wow. We'll have to do it again next
1: year. It's yeah. Just,
2: yeah, just that final that, that ending was just something special.
1: Yeah. God. Um. Yeah. Well. You also sent me the nicest message ever today, just thanking me, which it's good. Like, to be honest, like, reading that message is definitely why, like, I enjoy doing coaching. So um, I'm glad that you enjoyed it and achieved your goal. So, um, but definitely more to come. So, but you've been a great athlete to coach as well.
2: Thank you so much. Apart from when you
1: didn't tell me you were a bit sore.
2: Yep. (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah but um yeah i cannot thank you enough it's been an incredible experience and thanks to everyone else who have like written me nice messages and
1: yeah it's cool and, and f- like it was so good um after the race like I would see people and they would ask how you went and stuff so you were definitely getting you were, everyone knew who, who you were and and was uh interested in in how you were going so thank you to all the ftk people for getting on board as well.
2: Yeah, thank you. And heaps of people have reached out and been like, oh, what's he like as a coach? Like, I <laughs> And I, yeah, I've got nothing but praise and admiration and positive comments. It was, it's been very, very cool. Thank,
1: thank you. Thank you. Um, all right, we'll leave it there. Thanks so much, Jolly, for the last few months. Um, hopefully we do another marathon together in the future and then because, yeah, we got to get you that sub three for sure.
2: Oh, yeah. Sounds
0: fantastic. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Uh,
2: okay. Thank you so much. Bye.
0: All right. I'm joined with Andrew for the last time ever. It's a bit sad, isn't it, Andrew? Oh, shattering. It's uh, sad that That's you're not going to be on sober. again. Yeah. But you got to be happy. Tell the listeners what you ran. Yeah.
3: Uh, what was it, in 324
0: something. Yeah. I haven't something.
3: actually looked at the the something. time
0: yet. Yeah, it was three twenty four thirty one. There you go. So, what does it feel like?
3: Uh, it feels like I've run a marathon. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: it's it's one of those things. It's it's very mixed emotions. Um, you know, that you go into something like this with an idea of what you what you want to achieve and why you're trying to achieve it and along the way you learn a lot about what you do actually want to achieve and why you want to achieve those things um like through the whole 16 week process and then yeah um you get to the day and it's just that tiny little part of culmination and anything can happen on the day and yeah then you're left with sort of walking away and processing it and yeah so I'm still I'm still in that phase of processing it, um, but yeah, no it's it's exciting to have got it gotten it done. Um, amazing to have been a part of that day. Like I know you were there watching and seeing all the people, but just to be on that start line and to be a part of that whole atmosphere was just incredible.
0: Yeah, I think I think it was insane just was what brett and i just recorded our episode then and we were just talking about how it was yeah it's the the most insane marathon i've ever seen in the flesh without a doubt
3: yeah um and like obviously being biased from australia but where else in the world can you come around the corner and see the sydney harbour sydney opera house like that and with so i will probably get more into it later but i can barely remember the last couple of hundred meters um but what I do remember is seeing the steps filled with people yeah. and just absolutely packed. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, it was so packed. I couldn't even get to the finish. Yeah, I was trying to get, I was trying to get, walk my bike through the, cre- and I just had to give up because it was just too packed. Um, and I was, yeah, trying to get back through. But um, look, I I said this on, on air um, when, when Brett and I just recorded then. I'm incredibly proud. I think it was like one of, the toughest you know who was expecting that weather in in um in september um i think the course was tougher than anyone everyone expected as well um now i know you obviously were more prepared for the heat than most other people having done all your training in cairns um but there's just nothing there's nothing like a marathon right you can't like we can do all the preparation as we want but even yeah, as you said it's it's an, an incredible feat um if we look back to 16 weeks ago your goal was sub 330 right then as we progressed we got closer and closer to that 3 hour the one call that the listeners wouldn't have heard obviously because it was just a private call between you and i um in the days leading up was our race plan chat and that's where we pretty much agreed that 3 hours was suicide pace um and to try and sit on the 3 hour group at 416 was just going to be too too difficult um but we were sort of you know looking at different different groups and the next group was uh there was the 315 group and, and we sort of said you know that might um that might have been too slow um turns turns out that was wrong turns out that um, was wrong right <laughs> yeah it's that that was a whole discussion
3: that we went around in circles and um the more i think about it the more comfortable i am with that conversation because we did we we went around in circles and we considered the 315 group and at the end of the conversation we decided no that was too slow um and a lot of that thinking for me was that it's this was my opportunity really like i've never been in this sort of fitness, I've never had the support of a coach like yourself leading up to it. Um, so, you know, it was that time to to go for it. Yeah. And you know, I put the work in. You might as well have a crack. And you know, what's the worst that can happen? Well, you fall apart at thirty two k's, and you have to really battle to get in. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you, you put yourself in the position to have a go. We didn't. We weren't stupid about it. We didn't go for three hours. But, we, yeah, we could have been more conservative and possibly come across the line five minutes quicker. But at the end of the day, I still don't think we would have.
0: No, and, I, and to be honest, I think, yeah, I, this is exactly the, the, what we were talking about on, on our phone call. Um, I think... It would have been disappointing not only to you as the athlete, me as the coach, or the entire FTK fan base, if you just said, Oh, I want to go for I wanna break three hours thirty and I'm just gonna go out at the three hour thirty pace group and just sort of, you know, try and kick comb and run three twenty-eight. It's like, we know you can do that, but you're just sort of cheating yourself. It's a bit boring and you've sort of wasted this amazing opportunity. And it was you, you know, I was almost trying to hold you back a little bit, sort of saying, you know, 315 and then you were sort of saying, oh, I'm, I'm a bit worried that it's not going to be in my, you know, I'm not going to feel like it's, you're in the rhythm um, because the pace yeah. is, the 315 pace group's is just a bit slow. So we sort of agreed for you to go out at, um, you know, 425, 430 sort of pace and, you know, I've got your splits splits here. Your first 7.5K was 430 exactly on the dot. Yeah. Um Your next 13K was 4.23. Your next 11K, if if the listeners are wondering why I'm reading out these strange Ks, this is how Andrew's decided to lap on the day. He's gone 7, 13, 11, 10.
3: (laughs) Like like I said, a lot goes on in the marathon and there is like there are so many things to talk about, one of them being how I split my watch because I didn't think of it beforehand. Yeah. And I got 3Ks into the race and went, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> where do, where do I hit the like button?
1: Yeah.
3: Um so I did it at 7k's cuz that's when I took my first gel. Um don't know why that felt like a good idea. Um <laughs> then I did it then I think I forgot to do it with my next two gels <laughs> uh, or my next gel and then did it at the gel after yeah look yeah. there there was a hell of a lot going on. Um to be honest it doesn't really matter half the time. Yeah, it doesn't no, really matter where you're like like, like, we I'm you sitting here now. Yeah, and I'm sitting here now looking at my case splits Like That's that's how I'm reflecting on it. So, yeah, it's...
0: Well, sh- well, should I yeah. sh- should I tell the listeners of the last 9.98? Should we tell them what that... Yeah, bring it. Yeah, go on, go on. 5.47s. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so with, te- with 10K to go... I'm looking
3: at the K-splits. Yeah. And it gets even better. I'm looking at the K-splits. There are six... There's a six fifty five k in there. um that's that's probably my proudest moment. Which
0: one was that? run us through that?
3: Ah, uh, that was kilometer number forty one. um I would say that was we'd gone down to Lady Macquarie's chair there and then coming back up the hill up to the top of Macquarie Street um, yeah, before we came down into the final descent.
0: yeah, and it
3: was tragic. that was that was just. Oh, I was dead by that stage.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think when I saw you, so I I, I don't know if I said this on on air when I recorded with Brett, but one of the the funniest things is you know where you saw me just before the 30k mark. Yeah. So it was it was you'd you'd come yep. past at the where um where my friend Batty was DJing right where the DJ setup was where I was yeah. standing and you'd come past there but I was on my phone. I'm trying to look for where when you guys are coming through. I had you, I had Joel yeah. Lee, and I had another couple of athletes. Um, I think you saw Brian out there on the course. One of my one of my athletes that I guess. Yes, that is. Yeah. And you were all sort of within five minutes of each other, and I'm tracking you all. I'm. I only saw Brian at the, the the like the 26k mark where you came past there. I couldn't. I just missed you. Yep. I don't know if you saw me, but um, maybe no, I, I
3: didn't yeah. see you on the way out.
0: Yeah. So then, no, I, I didn't was see like, you there. I thought, okay, this is this is too difficult for you to see. So I'm gonna walk out into the sun and be like by myself out on that sort of just before the 30k in, in Centennial Park, and yep. I ha- I was looking at my phone. And I knew that Joel Lee was coming through first. So I'm like looking and as I'm tracking it, then all of a sudden I see you yell out. Um, yep. Joel Lee sends me a message later on saying, hey, Joe, I was going to yell out to you, but you're on your phone. And I was thinking, I was up <laughs> fucking on my phone tracking you. <laughs> Why didn't you yell out? <laughs> so, so, so Joel Lee comes past and then... I think again, I'm looking at my phone going, have okay, when, when's he coming, when's he coming? And then I hear you just go, Joel, and I look up and I'm like, fuck, there he is. So i run along with you. And that was, yeah, as I said, that was just before the 30K mark and you looked really good.
3: Yeah, well, at that stage, I'd seen Joel Lee, um, at a U-turn and I thought, now, hang on. And sort of, once we got to the U-turn, did some calculations and thought, okay, we're about a K apart. And I thought, if I can, you know, just maintain, do what I'm doing right now, Um yeah, I should be able to catch her and we can run this thing in together. Um, didn't consciously try to pick up the effort or anything, um, but I think I did. Um, like I wasn't thinking of trying, I was trying to hold myself back and just keep myself consistent. But if I look there at case 23 and 24, yeah, they're like 4.13 and 4.16. And yeah. I think because I'd done a terrible job of splitting my watch, yeah. um, I didn't notice that I'd I'd picked up the effort a little bit. Um, but that being said, like something to to think about too. Um, we talked about it, but um it's since we did the last episode, I rolled my ankle again like nine days before the race mm. um in a workout, and that I felt that for the first time at about eighteen or nineteen ks. So by the time I saw I actually talked to you and saw you at just before thirty, I could feel that with every step. Yeah. Shit. So that was sort of the first thing to go. Yeah. Um, but I was like, no, 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 I'm just whatever. I'll break it. Let's just go. Um, but yeah, then really not long after I saw you, probably within the next k, um, my guts did the first backflip, mm. and then it was just all downhill from
0: there. <laughs> unfortunately, um, yeah. unfortunately, uh, uh, not literally downhill. If it wasn't my, no, it, no, it would have no. been an easier run.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I think you know if I if if I look at your like when I was I was tracking you and I I could see the blow up was coming and at that point I was like let's just get you know let's hope you get under that three hours thirty and I think you know the marathon is so hard so hard to get right with a course like that and conditions like that it makes it even more difficult. Um, you know, I spoke to a lot of coaches out there um, on the on, on the course and, and even, you know, in the, in the days since the race and a lot of people missed PBs. People that were aiming for PBs yeah. just missed it because it's just so hard. Like look at Brett. Brett was, what was he, 20, 17, 16 minutes off his PB.
3: That that really surprised me. That, mm. Like when I saw his time, that sort of put it all in perspective for me I went, oh, wow, I, I really went out too hard. Like I really should have dialed it back even more. Yeah, um, thinking about how how far off he was from yeah. where where he can actually
0: run. Um, yeah, I think it, as as we said, like rolling the dice. It's what we did. We you could have yeah. gone out. at – Imagine I'm probably more proud of you than if say if you went out at three fifteen and then you it was just really chill, and really easy, and then you died a little bit and you ran three twenty. That's the risk you ran 3:24 with a massive blow up but you were in the game to run quicker than 3:15 for a long way and i think that's where that's what you got to do because next marathon you do that you will run it and that's the thing yeah it just takes a few times
3: you know it's just it's little things it's little decisions that you make you know like when to split your watch so you can monitor that little bit closer um you know I'm, so i I was with it, it was weird at the start so the 315 pace group started very close to the front of the the A start so you actually ended up like I started a long way behind the 315 pace group mm. um cuz it sort of that wasn't that wasn't well managed I don't think um from the the paces but um yeah so I went I ended up going getting stuck with that group for a little while through the first two aid stations and didn't get a drink through the first two aid stations because there were so many people, so many people because too. I was caught up in that group. and so I ended up cracking the shits and going past them because I just wanted clear air and I, I knew that in the heat I needed to be able to get fluids and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So unlike um, most people, I think I was I think 7 Ks was the first time I actually got a drink.
0: yeah
3: um, just because of the the carnage that was happening at the aid stations. Um. so yeah it's little things like that like I would have slowed down and fo- you know next time I'll slow down and force the issue at the first aid station and make sure I get that drink and those little things
0: mm, for sure it's funny talking about the lap splitting thing I I always talk to my athletes about um, lap splitting because the, uh, depending on what they're you know athletes like to split their watch at different points but I think you and I spent so so much time talking about the actual pace that we just neglected to have the discussion yeah, yeah. about lapping. Um, but yeah. I don't think, look, I don't think it really matters. We, we, you still stuck to the plan and you stuck to the plan, you know, other than those couple of fast Ks. Look, is that going to stop the huge blowout? No, it could have delayed it a bit. You know, you might have mm-hmm. run 321 instead of 324. The blowup was going to happen. Um, it just happened on the day, but that's that's it. you got to put it, put it past you. Um, it's it's gonna be so easy for you over the next you know week for you will you'll, you'll you'll be happy tomorrow and then two days later you'll be thinking oh shit you know what could have been and then three days later you think oh no it's like a roller coaster of emotions um before you finally finally settle in but you know as 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 your coach, I am incredibly proud and it's been an absolutely insane journey from from day one where you know, you had you had no idea what you were doing to now finishing finishing a major marathon like that um, in in the way you, that you did and you know I said to you on the on the phone I will be the proudest if you fight to the end and it sounds like you went through hell between you know 37 to 40, 41k was absolute hell um and you did you, you fought to the to the end um I just want to ask yeah. what what did that feel like can you remember? coming into the finish line do you remember or is it just a bit um, of a blur or
3: no by that state so the last couple of k's um especially around that part around um the oh whatever the park is um late Cor- chair, that yes, section the there where you thing. had to do a fair bit of,
0: yeah you
3: had to do a fair bit of climbing around there and um like it it was interesting. You were, you spent a fair bit of time out at Centennial Park, so you would have seen the number of people who blew up out there. Yeah. Well, the number of people who got to the Botanical Gardens there and went from jogging to needing medical attention instantly was insane.
0: I saw, and man, I, I saw was this the, close. Yeah, I saw the medical tent was full. Like, and there were there was just there were yeah. ambulances running people up, and it was just it was crazy. So you got that close. Yeah.
3: Well. I was this close to being one of them. Like it was. Um, so yeah, at one point I sort of yeah, lightheaded, half step, ended up on one knee, threw up everywhere. I was like, okay, cool. Let's just dial it back a little bit and um, let's let's try again. So I don't really remember crossing the finish line. Fuck. Um, I yeah, I, I have sort of patchy memories. I can see the the opera house steps, and I can. Yeah, I can sort of remember getting my medal, and then the next thing I was under a tree with a non-alcoholic beer in my hand. Um, Yeah, that's (laughs) that's the next thing. We think it was alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, then the next memory, I'm hugging Jolie because I just met Jolie. Yeah. Um, So, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it also yeah, it's it's
3: fairly patchy.
0: Yeah, I think that's 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 what a, de- a debut marathon is all about. And that you've you've <laughs> gone through absolutely every every emotion uh, possible. Um, but yeah, I think you just have to be you have to be so proud of yourself uh, to you know fight to the end. You know, landing on one knee, having a vomit that could easily uh, derail your race, and you could could have pulled out then. But the fact that you got to the finish lines like that, you've uh, you've done yeah, it you've was done FTK proud. It,
3: it was already derailed by that stage, but yeah. Um, like I said to you, it could have been a lot worse. I, I know there were people out there who had a lot worse days than yeah. than what I did. Um, yeah, I got through to the end.
0: Yeah, well, So, yeah, I'm happy with that. Awesome, Andrew. Um, well done again. As as I said, I've said a few times, you're. Uh, yeah, I'm super proud of you. It was it was an amazing amazing journey to be a part of. Um, I know all the listeners, Brett and I, were saying on air that. The listeners. It was, it was great to see how, how many of them were following you. I had people stopping me, um, you know, as I was walking back through through the crowds. You know, if people would recognise and then get a conversation and say, "Oh, and how did how did Andrew go? And how how did Jolie go? And um, yeah, so it's it's been an, an amazing journey, and I uh, I can't thank you enough for it
3: yeah well i I feel the same like i'm i'm incredibly appreciative of having the opportunity like i have learned so much about my training um learned so much and so many little things that i'm going to take through to whatever i do next um about the way that we've trained and the way that we've set up the program and all that sort of stuff so i'm just just really appreciative to have had the experience and to be sort of at this level that i feel like i'm at right now um Hopefully, I can build from it.
0: Yeah, no worries at all. Do you know what's? Uh, obviously, it's very early to ask what what uh, marathon you have have on your sites next. But is there one, or is it a, is that a job for twenty twenty four? No, I'll,
3: I'll, I'll have to put the marathons on hold for a little bit. I, I won't say no. Um, I just, uh, I having having a two year old at home doing three hour long runs of a Sunday is hard work. Yeah. Um, so I will probably just stick to halves if if it's my choice, but I'll definitely won't say no to opportunities if they come along. Um, so you know, give it a week or two, and I'll probably be signed up for another one. <laughs>
0: Let's be honest. <laughs> awesome, mate. Well, thank you so much again, and I'll see you later. Thanks, mate. All right, we are back for things we've seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. Tim Vincent. Why do you every single time you look at the camera?
1: I thought that was part of the joke as well. Is it? But
0: I you thought st- you, you do it as well, don't you? No, I look oh. at, no, it's so funny. You look at the camera and I look at you, it's looking at the camera. <laughs> and then the camera is looking at me. Triangle. <laughs> That's a love triangle
1: of looking. <laughs> um yeah, so mine is an, an <laughs> Fuck, article. So funny. It's an article from uh, the weekend. And so it just got sent to me today. And so first, if, um, the, the, I could just see the link but I could read what the title was and it said something about like Toilet Chaos at Sydney Marathon or something. Oh, like, And I'm oh my like, God, oh my God, God, God this is footage of me like run, sprinting <laughs> to the toilet or something. <laughs> toilet paper stuck in bottom of your paper And then, uh, no, so I'm, I'm reading through it and it goes, it was a double c- celebration for Australian marathon runner Brett Robinson and his wife, Sinead Diver. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? That is so fucking good. Someone
1: deserves to be fine. I know. It's just, yeah. How did you get that? Yeah, it's so funny. It's well, so I wonder, funny. How do you think that? So they were, that's
0: why I was thinking, I reckon someone, it's just like one of those word of mouth things. They've just seen you in every single photo, the press and all that. And some like junior journalist might have been like, I don't know. It's just something. Well, maybe heaps good runners like sent it in as a joke. Yeah, maybe. So Brett Robinson and his wife—that's <laughs> so funny. You know, it's a bit like you know when you see um, if you watch like a TV show or whatever, and, like the, the husband and wife are always together, and you just imagine them being out of out of the know, TV. It's like, yeah, they're, yeah. Like, they're, like they're like you know obviously professionals, and they've got their own family at <laughs> home. But it's like in the character. It's like you and Sinead like husband and wife and running characters.
1: The you know, um, I mean. the journalist is like write an article now. It's like because she's see he's seen Sinead with um. Colin, oh, Sinead's yeah, husband, it's, and they're like, oh, scandal, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> it's, on the,
0: it's on the front page of one of those uh, people magazine or something.
1: Paparazzi taking yeah. photos of the family yeah, together. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Brett, Brett picks up blonde blonde girl <laughs> in in Skoda. Saskia's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, so funny. Um, my things we've seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about, is well, I love these ones because we put it out. We just ask questions. Yeah. Right. Seth O'Donnell. Great yeah. runner. Great uh great drummer.
1: Great yes. Yeah, great no, very great drummer.
0: I didn't know the two could be uh partnered I know on the same at, day. At the tan. At the tan. R-
1: I don't know you can run ten fifty. So he got the fastest time of the day, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And smashed
0: it. And then somehow. He's footage of him that he's uploaded on his Instagram drumming on the on his drum kit, and it's at the the uh, water troughs. And yeah, that, and I just saw it now. I'm just trying to think, where have you have you is that is like the drumming part of the warm up technique, or is it part of the cool down technique, or is it pre recorded? Because that's
1: what I was looking at. It's like for a Saturday there wasn't that many people walking past. Yeah, so has he come down during the week? And done that, but also brought the race kit. Brought
0: the race kit. Oh, we want, to, find, we want questions. to know, Seth, write in and tell us.
1: Or Seth's mum, you can write in too because I know you're a big fan of the podcast.
0: There you go. We want to, we want to know, but I'll tell you what, I'm a bit jealous of his uh, drumming. I've always thought I could be a drummer. You <laughs> reckon? Yeah. Well, I thought I thought it could be, but I chose the next best thing, podcaster.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's pretty much a wrap, hey?
1: Yes, it is.
0: Yeah? Got yeah. anything... Got anything else to, else to tell us? What's what's next for you?
1: Uh, so I'm running Fukuoka in eleven weeks, now. So it's okay,
0: actually longer than I thought.
1: Yeah, so it's good. Like I can, I'll take the next week or two easy, and then hopefully, body's feeling good. I can get back into things yeah. pretty quickly.
0: So you have yeah, Fukuoka in December. You just had Sydney Marathon then, but the biggest goal of the year is uh, this Saturday. Do you know what that is? Oh yeah, going fishing.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Me, Rod, and Brett, going fishing. Uh, place your bets who gets the most fish <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Winner gets an FDK hoodie <laughs> Imagine, It doesn't even make sense 300 people write in Saying, saying like you or me We've got to give away <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Didn't think about this um, But no, sounds good um, See you in a couple of days For Live, Laugh, Love and Run With Jack, Joel and Brett Can't wait See
1: you mate See ya